Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. When this best-selling author, internationally acclaimed speaker, and former radio host first shared her story with testimony, it wasn't so much her latest great read, The Women of Christmas, that struck me, and a powerful read it is, but rather the grace of God on Liz's life that catapulted her from a life of despair to one of divine destiny. In her latest great read, Parable Treasury, an award-winning collection of four timeless parables, my next guest shares timeless biblical truths for every season, every child, and yes, adults too. Would you welcome back to Testimony, a great joy indeed, author and speaker, Liz Curtis Higgs. Liz, welcome back to Testimony. Yay! You're so kind and so looking forward to our time together today. Well, Liz, I loved the last time you were on the program, and I want to let our listeners know in case they missed that a couple of years ago that you are best known for your million-selling series, quote, Bad Girls of the Bible. You're a prolific author of over 31 books and Women of Faith speaker. Your teachings, blogs, podcasts have reached into all 50 states, 14 countries, and on over 1,700 platforms, radio and television. Liz, did you ever imagine that your life would be what it is today? Never in a million years. 33 years ago when I met the Lord, if you had told me that this is what he had for me, I would have laughed. Uh, First of all, when I didn't yet know him, it would have sounded ludicrous. I'm going to do what? I'm going to talk about (laughs) the Lord Jesus to audiences, write books about him? No way. And then even when he did climb into my heart and make it new, that still wasn't a vision that I had yet. But he is good and he is faithful. It wasn't but a few months after I met the Lord that I went to a Christian conference, heard a Christian speaker, a woman, get up and very, in a very relaxed way in front of 5,000 people, open God's Word and poured out her heart. And I burst into tears because God said, Liz, this is what I have for you. I said, Lord, there is no way. I'm a radio personality. I want to hide in the studio. I don't want to look at people face-to-face. That's way too scary. He said, well, it's only scary if you were doing it alone, Liz. I'm going to do it with you. In fact, I'm going to do it through you if you're willing to get out of the way. And so that was our journey together towards speaking and then the writing and then the The blogging, it's just amazing what God can do if we just say yes. Well, what a great testimony, Liz. What a great word and now word for today. So let's get right to your latest great read, Parable Treasury. With the holiday season upon us, Liz, tell us about the Pine Tree Parable. Well, it is the fourth of the four stories. There's one for each season, Pumpkin Patch Parable, the Parable of the Lily, the Sunflower Parable. So the last one I wrote, and the one maybe dearest to my heart, if it's okay to say that, is the Pine Tree Parable. All four books are for children up to age about seven, though the truth is with a children's book, 
everybody reads it. Parents, grandparents, teachers, librarians, booksellers, babysitters. When you write a children's book, it speaks to every age, and that's really the thrill of it. Well, with the Pine Tree Parable in particular, we've got a farmer growing Christmas trees in a Christmas tree farm, and we get to meet his wife, um, who has been in the background in the other stories, and now she steps forward. She has fallen in love with a Christmas tree that they are growing. Of all the trees, it's the straightest, it's the most beautiful, the branches are the fullest, and she decides this will be our family's tree. We won't ever cut it down, we'll just let it keep growing and growing year after year and enjoy its beauty. So she hangs a not for sale sign on the tree. Well, as anybody who tells a story knows, You've got to set up some conflict, and there's going to be conflict if you say not for sale and somebody wants it. And so it's a story, uh, Jensine, about sacrifice, which seems an interesting topic for Christmas because you usually think of sacrifice as more of an Easter theme. But the truth is the best gifts really are a sacrifice, maybe financially, but much more Personally, in other words, the time that you spend and the thought you put into the gift, uh, and then um, perhaps time-wise, if you actually make the gift, the best gifts are a sacrifice, not a quick gift card that we grab on the go on the way to somebody's house. Not that that's a bad thing, but it doesn't show that personal touch that a really personal gift will do. Uh, and so that's what the story's about. Um, as I say, it's probably my favorite. And Nancy Munger, the artist, oh, my goodness, what yes. a talent. She's from Michigan. Nancy has an amazing way of capturing emotion on the faces of the characters of the book. Um, some artists just draw, um, you know, the, the, you get everything in the picture. You're seeing it clearly. But they don't all capture emotion the way Nancy does. And so... So we feel this mother's chagrin as she is asked to make a sacrifice, and we see the pride on her husband's face, the farmer, when he watches her do this good and right thing. Um, So I appreciate that so much, and I think that's what helps the story reach beyond our littles up to age seven, but into the hearts of big people, too. Well, Liz, it is beautifully illustrated, and I did read that particular parable, the pine tree parable. What I loved about it, you mentioned sacrifice. It's a family that can't afford the tree, but a little girl whose heart will be broken if she doesn't get this tree. In childlike faith, and so many of us today, Liz, don't you think, we hope, we wish, we dream, but it takes a person, it takes a gift, it takes a selfless act to make someone else's dream be realized. And not only that, in your book, you have scriptures that go along with each story. It's such a beautiful and easy read and visual read. And you do cover Easter and Thanksgiving and Christmas, and there's one other season in there. But I can see easily why the Pine Tree Parable would be a favorite for you. Kids need to hear, Liz, that they need to sacrifice, they need to walk in love, they need the example of Jesus that you so beautifully portray in this book. So next question. You're very active on social media. You interact with your fans on Facebook and Twitter. You have one-to-one action with all these people all over the world, and you're known as, quote, an encourager. 
What one story that you've received recently blessed your socks off and why? Well, it, it won't actually attach to this book, but to another one I wrote many years ago, Bad Girls of the Bible. It's still my biggest seller even after all these years. I got a, a letter from a young woman, 21 years old, who said, I've been reading Bad Girls of the Bible, and when you wrote this particular statement, it was totally for me, and my life has now been changed and turned around, and I'm walking with God. And the amazing thing to me is, and I wrote her back and said this, you were nine when I wrote that book. Wow. And though you were nine, and I'm sure an innocent young girl who wouldn't have dreamed of going off the track, off or off the rails, and off into the into the far country, as the Bible describes it, she couldn't possibly imagine that coming for her. But God knew, and he placed inside that book a particular statement that truly was just for her to find many years later. That's, I think, for a writer, the most joyful thing is to know it isn't about our words at all. It's about God's Spirit and his ability to take our simple words, our stumbling and and fumbling as we write, to take those words and breathe life into them when the reader is actually looking at them on the page. And because books go off on their own, you know, I'm not there to speak them live into somebody's heart, Um, I'm always amazed at where they land and how they're found. People find books at a yard sale, they pay a quarter for it, and it changes their life. Only God could do that. That has nothing to do with me. He is ever busy. So when we put words out there, whether it's on the radio like you do, or in a book, or in a letter to somebody, a greeting card, um, you know, there's a million ways to communicate. Uh, a text, you know, a simple post on Facebook. You never know what God might do with your words. His words, of course, are the only ones that will not pass away. But he's kind to use our words, too, that we speak, write, or share with one another. That is so beautifully said, and from reading your books, I can attest to that personally. Now, Liz, you have two grown children. Did you use the stories in the parable treasury when they were young to help them understand who God is and how his plan directs their lives? Absolutely. In fact, I think most mothers who read lots and lots to their kids come to that conclusion one day, you know, I think I could tell a children's story. Sometimes we just tell it to them as we sit on the edge of their bed and we make it up as we go along. In my case, I was a tiny bit more organized and actually wrote them down. (laughs) Uh, My kids were six and eight when the Pumpkin Patch Parable came out 20 years ago. Now they're 26 and 28, and they love the stories again. They went through that teenage phase of, ooh, Mom, those are baby books. (laughs) But now I think it's fun for them again. But they were my perfect laboratory. I would read the stories to them and watch their attention, whether the words were just the right length and complexity for their age group, make sure I wasn't missing the mark there. Um, And the scriptures are on almost every page. I choose those as carefully as I choose my own words I put on the page because I want them to be something that will really speak to a child's heart. I use the International Children's Bible, so again, the words would be designed for a child's ears. But you know who else can grow with that? 
is our friends who for whom English is a second language, um, those of, who are perhaps a little less educated, lower socioeconomic level. Um, a, a child's book mm-hmm. can speak to every age group. Um, but yes, I was delighted to start with my own two kiddos 20 years ago when I wrote them. Now, the Pine Tree Parable explores the true meaning of Christmas and Liz, as we approach the holidays, how would you advise parents to de-emphasize the desire for presents and instead focus on, quote, the reason for the season and our remaining moments? It's, it's hard. It's very hard. Our culture is all about getting and getting and getting. But it is a wonderful time for us as parents to teach about giving and giving and giving. Um, and we do that most, friends, by example. It isn't anything we're going to tell our kids or teach our kids. It's what we're going to show our kids. So the best ways to teach them is by giving to those who cannot give back. In a more physical, real-life way we can do that, the stronger the message will be for that young child to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally renowned author and speaker Liz Curtis Higgs. You can learn more about Liz and her ministry by going to LizCurtisHiggs.com and get your copy of Parable Treasury, a beautifully illustrated read, great stocking stuffer, and timeless classic sure to bless your children year after year. Liz, it's so good speaking with you again. Thank you for your continued and wonderful work that is blessing and encouraging lives all around the world. Thank you, and God bless you. You're so kind. Thank you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensene Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.